Hello, welcome to What's the Buttons, episode 83, with me, your host, Ashley, and unfortunately, Reese isn't here today, so with me, I have... Steph. <laughs> <laughs> no, Langdon's here. Langdon's always here. Yeah, he's always here. Haven't missed a day since day one, and I'm here. Yep. That's how it is. Yep. So, that's, that's it. You alright? Yep, you? An explosion of energy. Yep. Always it's decent fizzles out from here. Mm, um, I'm good. I'm good. It's been a. Um, I played some hell divers yesterday, and I've decided that I've 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 um I've fallen beyond the curve. Oh, really? I'm too far behind. <laughs> can <laughs> just, it, can that happen? I guess maybe. I don't know. I just fucking. I was playing with Connor and his pal Dan yesterday, and it was just fucking pandemonium. It was just. Beyond the point of fun, but fun at the same time, it was just very, very, very tough. Um, and and they're I'm like level eight. I'm a little space cadet, and they're like fucking grand marshals and shit, like level forty odd. And it takes ages to level up in this game. So they're just they're just sweated it, aren't they? Who's you playing? What? Who's you playing with? Connor and Dan. Oh, who's Dan? It's one of Connor's pals. Oh, okay. Well, you can't get pissy because you ain't got it. I generally just I thought you said Daryl that's all I was asking no I'm trying to get Daryl to get it but obviously he's fucking he, he only plays Call of Duty that guy yeah but this game is literally just about killing robots and bugs and he put, you're part of an army you're I, literally yeah, part of a space army just, that's him all over I don't understand why he only plays that shit game because his missus doesn't let him play anything else why does it matter what game he plays what do you mean why does it matter if he plays something else other than Call of Duty does she particularly like oh, I mean Call just playing in general He's got to look after the baby and stuff, hasn't he? What baby? His missus has a baby. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> See? You don't talk to him as much as I do. Shows how much of a friend you are. I just refuse to answer this question. Mm-hmm. Go on. Uh, I was just looking. I was thinking on the way here. If we Googled best UK gaming podcast, would we come up? And the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes up? Everyone else. <laughs> Everybody else. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Well, leave us a review, you cunts. I wonder how many people actually do... Po- I imagine quite a few people now. Anyone can slap a podcast together. Of course. The market's very saturated. We're, we're having fun. That's the main thing. Yes. Doesn't doesn't matter yet. We're still having fun. Yep. I'm having fun. Do you want to talk about something? Gaming? Yeah, I'll give up looking for a name because it doesn't exist. <laughs> that Fuck deflated you. It's upset me. <laughs> I honestly thought we'd be on somewhere. No, of course we wouldn't. Some Reddit post. Oh, yeah, doing this like a year right, and a bit. Yeah, yeah that's long enough. <laughs> <sighs> fucking what a waste of time. Every fucking Friday, sit here wasting a fucking time. Can't even come up on a Google search. It's the fucking listener's fault. If you Google the name, it comes up. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I was playing Baldur's Gate before I come out. Thank God. Yep. That game's not died a death then? No, of course it ain't. Never will. How far are you now? You Funnily enough, Jim said, what's this game you're playing? I said, it's fucking <laughs> Baldur's Gate. It's my favourite game of all time. You said, you say that about everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was you're like, what? what have I said that about? You're a very fickle man. Not at all. You are. I said to her, I've only ever said that about The Witcher 3. And now Baldur's Gate Free. Yeah, but... Yeah, Never but, says it's the best game ever made. Yeah, but you and me are one of no, the no, same, where no, we no, pick no. stuff up, and then yes. it's it's incredible, and then it gets dropped from... But, but That's the, why I'm so scared about Final Fantasy. The mantle of best game ever is is only ever been for me, Witcher 3 and, and Baldur's Gate. Whatever was before Witcher 3, but that's fucking... <laughs> 
long time ago. Um, so yeah, she was. She was like, say that about everything. I was like, no, I don't. That you know, you say not. everything's a goat. Yes, yeah, a goat. But this is the actual goat. Until another goat fucking rocks up. If I can't find this fucking Boulders Gate statue, I keep looking. It's pissing me off. They're there. They're just mega expensive. But, but they're not even mega expensive. It's fucking ludicrous. You should be, you should be shot for the price. You're How much was the o- was the OG price of it? Well, like 200, 250 or something, yeah, if that, if that. But the thing is, look, I'm finding it here. Sold, 10th of December, 349 quid. Yeah. Collector's edition, statue and box only. I'd pay that. Yeah. But it, it, it just, I can't find one even close to that. Even an Etsy fucking make of it that someone else has made is no, 490 Yeah, quid. don't go and get it. What? No, I'm not going to. How? I don't How? fucking what? know. You can get Connor to make you one for that fucking... Oh, honestly... Pissing me off, bro. I've been looking all fucking week. Yes, but this is exactly, and I'm sure when we have our hands on our own little mesmers, there in 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 months or maybe years to come, there'll be people going, "Why? Why is no one fucking selling their Elden Ring mesmer?" And you'll be on the other side of the fence. No, but I, I, but I'm not, I wouldn't be selling it. Yeah, but you're experiencing exactly the you you are the person. You are the exact reason as to why ourselves and others love buying collector's editions. Because other people will want them when they're no longer available. That is why. But this one's different. This is the only one I've ever wanted because I just love... What is the statue of? Oh, it's a fucking... It's a uh, mind flare and a drow. It's fucking sick. Oh, it's so fucking cool. If you can't have it... Well, I know I can't, and it's fucking pissing me off every single day. Look at it. Yeah, it's very cool. Oh, it's so fucking cool. Is it big? Yeah, I think it's pretty big. Collector's edition is very cool. Statues are a very cool thing. And you also get dice, you get free magic, the gathering packs. I don't care about all that. I just want that fucking statue, man. And Connor said his mate's got one, and he was going to ask him if he'd sell it to me. But... Having, having I already it. spoke to him about that. He won't sell it. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't blame him because you ain't gonna sell it for less than you get, would you? So of course why, you why would you? But even then, if you had if you had hold of one, and someone like say it cost you two hundred and fifty quid, and someone turned around to you and said, "Listen here, I'll give you three hundred and fifty quid." What's your response? Well, let me see what it's going for. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's going for over a grand. So, so, but no, but no, but even if it weren't, would you let it go for three hundred and fifty? No, 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 no yeah, exactly. It's not worth hundred quid extra to e- not have it. Exactly. So the same thing you're whinging about is exactly what you would be doing anyway. Your beard's looking decent again. I'm no, enjoying it. You're getting that long beard. No, no. I want just the shave the head. Gate. I want the Bowler's Gate statue. That's all I care about. I'm not interested in my beard. I'm interested in the hair on my head. I just want that fucking statue. I don't care about the box. I don't care about anything else. Someone fucking source me this fucking statue. Please. See, this is where you start to show your age because I don't think you're that good at being able to purchase stuff. What do you mean? I just, Will. You think you could find it, yeah? I reckon I could, yeah. Go on, then. I found you a Hayden Christensen for a decent price. You know what I mean? I can find, I can find anything anywhere. Is that fell in your lap from the page that it you already it followed? It didn't fall in my lap. The page no. you already follow and buy stuff off regularly, that was there. I have sourced this fucking statue in America, in England, on eBay, on Amazon, on all these little weird websites. They're either sold out or a thousand pound or 600 quid or mm. something stupid. The only What's one, the budget? 
like 300, 350. The only one that I've found that is not reasonable at all is like 600 quid and I've got to pick it up from Bermondsey. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm not doing that. It's collection only. So that's the only one. I thought about offering him like maybe 350, 400 quid and then pick it up. But Bermondsey is south, south of the water. I'm not doing mm. that. It's dangerous for me to go there with being the West Ham boy. Geezer <laughs> said that to me once. I was I was in I was in uh, where was I? I was out with Jem. We was in London. We was doing a little sightseeing. It was fucking bright hot summer's day, and I had me top off, had me West Ham tattoo on my back, mm. and some geezer fucking like whispered in my ear. I didn't know he was there. He went, "You're on the wrong side of the water now, boy." <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him and he had a fucking Millwall tattoo sc- oh, scarred in his arm. Scarred in his arm. Scarred in his arm. And I smiled at him and he, he, I, I think he was being serious. I think it was a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> me, so, and, yeah. me and Mark drove past the Millwall Stadium um, the other day and we both simultaneously just looked and went, scum. It says, uh, what's it say there? No one likes us and we don't care. I'm telling you, <laughs> fucking Millwall fans are just on a different level. <laughs> I'm sorry if anyone listening supports Millwall, but you're scummy. <laughs> I apologise. I'd love them to come up and play West Ham in the Prem. I'm telling you, they're fu- what are they in at the moment? Are they in Championship or League One? In Championship. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, when I used to see South End play all the time. Whenever we'd play Millwall, it was always a fucking a mess because there's just police everywhere because they just bring that kind of energy. Last time I see West Ham play Millwall, geezer, I see a geezer punch a horse. <laughs> and someone threw a brick. <laughs> why's, there, why's there people punching horses? I don't fucking know. A mate. police horse, it's I take it. Yeah, not just yeah, a... yeah. It's insane, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, he just punched a horse. They say there's weighted balls in like cup drawers and stuff, so West yeah. Ham and Millwall don't get drawn. Yeah. Because it's just chaos. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking mental. And also, if they come up in the Premier, we went down and we had to play them again twice a season. It's just insane. People get fucking seriously hurt in them games. Mm. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. <sighs> but back to the statues. You, yeah, I think you, you. Pre- I'll, I will try my best. Have a look, see, see what you can find. But I'll, I'll have a little look, see. The budget might stretch, but it depends on where, how, why. You know, and the condition. I pretty much paid the fucking. Elden Ring one off now I've got like 49 quid to pay yeah I realised I um, not that it's a problem because I had the money but I can't it's called flexing I can't flex that payment because it was done by PayPal not my card <laughs> so I just have to lump the fucking <laughs> the money which is fine Um, but yeah I was playing Bowler's Gate before I come out got myself in a bit of a pickle went somewhere they said oh if you go here everyone's going to die then I went in there and then everyone died then I died. Mm. It's just stressful. It's so difficult. Are you still not saves coming? No. But I think... Uh, I want to start again. Oh. Get your head around that. But the only thing that's stopping me is the adventure of Rain Dolo not reaching his conclusion. So the only thing I can think of is just get him in a situation like that and he just dies. And that's him. No. Dunzo. No. Oh. What, you're, no. What? I don't know. Why would you not finish it? Because I, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> Fucking lost. So? Chapter three is humongous. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, but I'm so, like, yeah, confused. But making, yeah, but making another... Doing another playthrough... Yeah, but you'd have to do it all in, like... A finish the fucking playthrough. 
You've already fucked it anyway because you've killed everyone in your game. No, you have you have an NPC followers. You have no, you have one an, NPC exactly. follower. No, yeah, but you have none others because they've died. That was their fault. Exactly. So you've already you might as well finish this and then start again because you've already missed out like two thirds of the fucking game because you killed off all your people. I've got so much left to do, even if I play it again because I've got all them other characters and I also want to do a dark urge playthrough, which is completely different. There's just so much stuff. What's a dark urge playthrough? It's just, oh, it's just great. It's just oh. <laughs> Final Fantasy. How you getting on? I see you. Uh, <laughs> see you bought a mount. Yeah, I bought two. You bought a mount that you get for free. No, I haven't. You have. It's just white. The version you've got is white. Exactly. <laughs> and the version you get is black. Yeah. Yeah. I want the white one. Okay. Fair enough. Only seven quid. What other mount do you get? That whale. You bought the big fucking whale. <laughs> Not the one that can hold eight people. The one no. that can hold two. Okay. So that when we when we we're, we're mobbing around, we can both be on the same mount. Nice. They're both very nice. I both enjoy them. But yeah, that that um that white one is a single use one. Same with my snowman because my snowman's on a different account because like different character because I was like, why can't I fucking use that? And yeah, some mounts are account wide and some are single character only. I don't see myself doing another character, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't see myself doing another character either. I'm having a lot of fun. It's all clicking into place. The um the main story. I don't know what's going on. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Much like you, after um, we had our last conversation where you said, unless there's voice acting or something interesting to look at, I'm just skipping the cutscene. Well, that's exactly what I've been doing now. The minute I see that chat box come up, escape, yes. I get rid of that cutscene because I'm just not interested in it. Same with the dialogue. Just click, 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 click. Go through that. I'll f- I can figure, sort of figure out what I'm doing through the main story as it is. Um, but... <coughs> yeah I know how much better it gets after a realm reborn so I'm just trying to get through it because I know that it's fucking boring so far yeah I think I'm in a difficult spot I'm in like in between a realm reborn and an expansion I think there's like a filler bit mm-hmm. in between and it's mm-hmm. just for probably I don't, I'm not even exaggerating here when I say for probably two two and a half hours yesterday I had I was just doing back to back quests and I probably had one combat encounter yeah. where I was just go talk to this person, mm-hmm. go talk to this person, yeah. go back to this place, talk to this person. So is there ever going to be something happening? Yeah, there's a lot of that bouncing around stuff. But so once I get out of that shit, when all you see is people saying just grind through that, and it and believe me, it gets so much better. You have to believe. You just have to believe. And I've asked everyone in that novice chat, going, "Is the." Is the main story quest really this boring? And most people have said, yeah. 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 If you're not a fast reader or you're not interested in reading dialogue, it's quite boring. And there is a lot of talk to that person, go and fetch this, fucking teleport over here. It's a good thing that every quest gives you a decent amount of guilt because I've just been paying for the teleport to go oh, yeah. 500 there, 600 there, just fucking porting all over. Like, It's fine, don't get me wrong. I'm still, still very much enjoying it. Um... It's just I want to get through that that main story um, and start cracking on. Uh, I also found out that when you get to level seventy, all of your the XP gains from all of your other jobs is increased by two hundred percent. So everyone's saying level up one class or one job for as long as you can 
because when you decide or if you decide to go and do something else when you've hit level 70 and above it's a lot easier to catch up than doing trying to do like two simultaneously whilst doing the main story quest mm-hmm. i also saw someone saying that um they like jump around from job to job and keep in line with the level requirements for the main story because obviously like now i'm level 44 and the main story quests I'm doing are like after like level twenty seven or some shit like that. So there's a big old gap there. So you're telling me someone's fucking staying in line with that? I don't see how because they're just fucking throw levels at you. Yeah, but it all it always hacks you down, doesn't it? You always do that sink and it. Yeah, lev- yeah, level sinks. So it's not. It shouldn't make too much difference. Yeah, I don't really know. Don't, know don't really see the point. Of it. I find it somewhat annoying because you have all these abilities and then you fucking yeah, go you into it and you can't use it off yeah, for fucking, fuck's sake. Yeah, it winds me up. That does. But I am very much enjoying it, and I can feel that I'm getting more acclimated to it. Nice you know word. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting. I know what sort of what I'm doing. He's acclimatizing. Yeah, I feel we both have. To be fair, you know what I mean. I remember the first time I stepped into the golden saucer basically just the casino in Final Fantasy. And I was so overwhelmed because I was like, what the fuck is this? But now when I go in there, I need to do my scratch cards. Hmm. Um, it's fine. And like I say, with the quests and stuff, it's the um, the glam, the glamour stuff, I sort of understand and don't understand. It's a bit weird because I, I made a plate this sounds awful for people that listen to this that don't play Final Fantasy. I apologise to you lot if it sounds a bit boring. I made a fucking plate, put it on. I can't work out how to take it off without spending currency to get rid of it. So I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Okay. I think I unlocked a rage yesterday and I got too scared to queue into it, so I didn't. Because <laughs> I think you have to do a raid before... It, when I was reading something a while ago, it says that the main story quest makes you do a raid. Mm. Uh, so I didn't really want to. I didn't really want to jump into that without YouTubing it first, because yeah, I've seen I've seen mechanics in boss fights where it is you have to get behind this person, and I'm still trying to work out some of the fucking. Well, it's very obvious. Even with my colourblind eyes, I can see big red patch, don't go there. Mm-hmm. Big red cone, don't stand in that. But then mm-hmm. there's other ones. There's red thing over this person or these other little things pop up that look dangerous, but you're actually meant to stand in them. Yeah, and that soak. keeps you alive. Mm. So there's, there's many different things that I'm still learning. Did you know that with the AOE shit that you've got to avoid, you've only got to avoid it while that, while that circle or cone is up? Once that, wondered that a couple of times. Yeah. Right? Once that, so say the say the circle comes up, and flashes a couple of times, and then disappears, and then the the move happens. Once that circle disappears, you can go back into that area, and if the move happens, you're not affected by it because you've already avoided it. Bit of disparity there yeah. com- compared to World of Warcraft, because wow, if you're in the shit, then that's it. But yeah, Final Fantasy, as long as you're not in it when that ring's cracking on. You can fucking step back in. So you can... You can... Um, you can just stand in the animation, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as that shit on the floor has disappeared, then, yeah, you can you can be anywhere you want when the animation is happening because you've already avoided it. 
which is quite nice. Interestingly, the Xbox retail version of Baldur's Gate 3 mm. is going to be on four discs. Four discs? Mm-hmm. Is um, it not on Xbox yet? Yeah, but it, it, digital. I don't know oh, if it's right. actually out on Xbox yet. Four discs? Know. Why? Uh, and on PlayStation 5, it's two discs. Or will be two discs. Why? I don't understand why. Because it's fucking massive. Yeah, but so is Call of Duty. How many gig was Baldur's Gate? One hundred and thirty odd. It's big. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Um, Mark Wahlberg commented on the fall of Malvalon Creek. Malevolon Creek. Yeah, we lost many good men at Malevolon Creek. He said, "If I'd been on that planet, it would have gone down differently." Yeah, well, he wasn't though, was he? <laughs> He wasn't. What is all this about? He weren't fucking around with Malevolent Creek, was he? I keep seeing it. He was it. pissing around with something else. People saying about this fucking thing, and they've got a games master who gets up in the middle of the night yeah. and fucks with it and stuff. Yeah, his name's Joel. That's that's cool. Bro. Basically, um, Arrowhead, which are, are the creators of Helldivers? Yeah. Um, the CEO come out and, and said that, um, essentially, there is one person that's in charge of this war that we're all fighting and his name is Joel and he basically is like a games master for the whole thing and and has a very big sway on how things are are happening and I think it was quoted him saying like um, sometimes like three in the morning he'll wake up just to chat like to buff the automatons um, just so that when people wake up in the morning and then log on there's been like a mass attack and shit and fucking progression has been pushed far back and he can change the tide of the war. And like, if you think some planets are being liberated too quick, he'll just like log in and, and buff it up a little bit and, and fuck shit up. And yeah, that must've been what he'd done with Malevolent Creek. But it's a very, very, very smart thing to do because we lost a lot of brothers and sisters at that place. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's, that was, it was basically... It's been nicknamed Space Vietnam. I've seen that. PC Gamer tweeted, uh, over 180,000 L-Divers 2 players are storming a single planet and are on track to liberate it in under 24 hours unless Arrowhead's devious dungeon master gets mean again. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> funny. Yeah, it was Great re- marketing. It was very nearly liberated. And then, um, and then it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, so, yeah. But apparently the mech suits are coming. There's been leaked footage. I've seen the videos of people um, wearing the mech suits, and they look very, very, very cool. So, um, yeah, as much as I said at the beginning of the podcast that I feel like I'm behind the curve on on that. Ultimately, it doesn't massively matter because the gear and stuff isn't isn't that different, but it definitely helps. Um, so you can still crack on and, and do what you need to do. It's a very fun game. It's very good. There's a there's a problem that I have with this game. It's a very big fucking problem. And the problem is that I want to play it and I feel like I'm massively missing out mm-hmm. on its best moments yep. and being involved. You are. But I got too much going on. We'll drop something. No, I don't want to. The the problem is it this Helldivers, whilst it's more it's a linear fucking experience, it is what it is. It's reminding me the closest thing that we've had since Elden Ring, where Elden Ring was just everywhere on Twitter, every mm-hmm. like di- everyone discovering stuff together. Like you don't really get games like that anymore. 
but even weeks, months after, it's still stuff coming out. Uh, and Miyazaki even said the other day they're still sat in an Elden Ring that nobody has found or if they have they've never posted it so oh. there's still stuff in there still stuff hidden in Elden Ring probably a fucking wall that takes a million hits to yeah. fucking get he through he did say it's not it's not massive but there's still something mm. that he hasn't seen be discovered uh, but yeah that, that's why I'm looking forward to Shadow of the Earth Tree as well just for everyone to come in again and mm. be like oh well, if you do this or oh, wow 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 because a lot of the stuff's old hat for Souls players, like the invisible walls and all that, yeah, we it, it's natural for me in any Souls game to hit a wall, mm. just always do it or roll into it sometimes. Um, but yeah, when everyone's coming together, it was quite cool. So, to this Hell Divers thing, very dynamic way of playing the game, um, with all these battles and stuff and the liberating of planets, I think. I think they wanted something good there. You have to look at Helldivers too in the in the idea that your character is not your character and you are not the main character of this game. You are simply a body, an air, a a pawn at the front lines of war. Mm-hmm. But when you when you dive into hell when that that's weird. When that character dies you you respawn, but you aren't respawning as that character. You are just respawning as another another troop. So how does that work? What do you mean? So do you just how does Hell Divers work in that respect? So if you die, are you are, is that character dead and you're a new one, or is yeah, it it's metaphorically speaking, it's 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 meta metaphoric in that you you create a character, very basic creation, um, and you get different armor and skins and shit like that. And yeah, when you dive into a planet, when you die, you it's not called respawning. It's called um, it just comes up reinforcements available. So that's where people are saying you aren't being respawned. Yeah, yeah. It's a reinforcement is being sent in. They're just sending another wave of troops in. So that's the idea: is that you aren't you aren't the main character in this. You're just fighting for as long as you can. And when you do die, because you will. Um, it's not you that comes back. It's just another, another character, which is kind of where I feel like they should make it a randomised, um, at least change the voices every time you come in, um, to make it just give it that extra feel that it isn't the same, the same character that you're playing, um, because it kind of, that theory's somewhat spoiled in that you're wearing the same gear when you re- when like when your reinforcement is called in, but the, the idea of it is still very cool. It's very grim. It's surprising how well this game is done, considering it's a paid game. Normally, these sort of games would be free and filled with microtransactions because it yeah. is a live service game. Yeah. So, I'm very impressed. Thirty-five quid, thirty quid at the moment. I think it's very cheap. It's, Look yeah. at all these games, man. Look you at all these non-AAA games just fucking blowing up. Anyone? Skull and Bones? Anyone? Boulders Gate. Anyone? Hell Divers. Fucking Remnant 2. Yeah, man. What was the other most recent one? It was like 30 quid. Enshrouded. It was very Power World. Enshrouded, Power World. Fucking Brotato. (laughs) Brotato. Sick game. Sick fucking game. I haven't seen anything on Power World. I think Helldivers 2 is just fucking decimated. People are just obsessed with it. Like we said the other other week, it, it, it itches that scratch in the male... Um, in the male brain of of dying for the greater good, 
<laughs> that kind of bollocks. Um, so yeah, it's good. It's just tough, man. It's tough. Like I say, when me, me and Connor were playing the other day, I don't know if they just fucking ramped up the difficulty for no reason whatsoever, but even he was saying, he was like, this is way more difficult than it should be. Like, way more difficult. Him and Dan were both saying that. And I was just running around like a headless chicken because I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I have no idea. <clears throat> so, yeah, if you haven't got it, you're missing out. Yeah, well, I think, unfortunately, I'm going to have to carry on missing out because I've got too much going on. Bowler's Gate, Final Fantasy, um, Brotato. Boys want to get back on COD. Not too keen on that, but I think I'll have a little I'll have a little whirly poos with them, a little bit of banter. I miss the lads, don't miss the game. Do mm. you know what I mean? I miss playing with the boys, but I don't miss playing that fucking game. They should all play Helldivers. Yeah, but it's hard to get people to jump on stuff that costs money, you know. Um, what other games have I been playing? I'm sure I played something else. Okay. I Maybe I didn't. That's it. I've got nothing else to offer you. I saw the um, the PlayStation Plus games, the free games. Yep, Sifu got that sick game. Sifu, uh, what was it like F one twenty three? Was one of them Destiny, the Witch Queen. The Witch Queen. Mm-hmm. Is that just the DLC, or if you get that, does that include the the whole thing, the game? So? Well, Destiny two is free anyway, isn't it? It's the expansions that cost mm. money. So I guess you just get the Witch Queen expansion and you've already got Destiny 2 because it's free oh yeah so. but the way but you don't have access to all the other stuff exactly. too because you've got to pay for it so <laughs> fantastic but you also have like eight expansions yeah, it's grim you know yeah it's brutal they really should go down the route of uh, I thought Destiny wow, 2 you used fancy. to have to fucking pay for it well, you did well then they just made it free mm-hmm. I suppose WoW did that though to a point yeah, he used to, to buy the game. Final Fantasy's got his free trial. Used to buy the hard copy, floppy disk. Mm, did used to buy the hard copy of it. <laughs> Destiny's just that seems like a call for help. Yeah, please, uh, our player base has diminished. Yeah, I don't know what their plans are, but they need to do something because it is falling off a cliff. Can it in and do something else? Well, they are. They've they've got another game coming out, and they a first person shooter multiplayer game, but it's not. It's not the same. Didn't um, was it Sony that have just done another wave of layoffs? Yep. Unfortunately, many devs, thus killing that Star Wars FPS that was unannounced. Well, uh, it was the Mandalorian. Is what it was. Is that what it was? Yep. The one that we spoke about not long ago. The Mandalorian first-person shooter game. Oh. <laughs> it's not the one that you think with the open world with a woman and no no that's outlaws yeah not that one this one was a Mandalorian game why would uh, people um, are throwing together a theory that um, they think they do companies are doing this to allow more room for AI to get involved with gaming to almost take over from a lot of roles that humans previously did but now AI because you're seeing a lot of AI involved in games now, especially games that aren't AAA. There's there's AI involved with the development of the games to obviously make life a lot easier and and, and streamlined. And yeah, there's a, there's a brewing theory that that's what uh, big companies are looking to potentially delve into is getting AI to to help with their games. Which I think I can't remember exactly what game we were talking about, but it was a while ago. 
where they were saying that they were they were going to use AI to generate their worlds and 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 things like that. And I can't remember the name of the game, but I remember us talking about it saying that seems quite cool. Um, but at the same time, you sort of I don't really want games that are just made by AI. No, of course you don't. Of course you don't. You want you want the heart and soul of someone to be put into it. You want someone who cares to to put their craft to it. Not. Uh, but how do you know? Oh, I, I don't know. There might already be AI out there. There probably already is. But I wonder yeah, if there's a know. list of what games have AI. It doesn't sound like a great time. And obviously you want the people to keep their jobs, don't you? You want the people to... What games are made with AI? Let's have a look. Minecraft. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Blacklist. Red Dead Redemption 2. I doubt this. Games. Middle Earth expands its narrative possibilities with the Nemesis system. This AI-driven technology. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, alien Isolation. Well, we already knew that because of the fucking alien itself. Bioshock Infinite. Adds a human dimension to NPCs with its AI companion character, Elizabeth. Grand Theft Auto V. Already knew that. The Last of Us. The Last of Us has had a... There's quite a few. Yeah, I don't believe all that. Yeah, but it might be AI in a sense of if if you want to bring life to NPCs AI is probably a decent way to go about a decent and quick way to go about doing that yeah so I suppose it would count as your game has has used AI in a sense again you've got the argument that that was oh well, well you're taking a job away from a voice actor and, and, and stuff like that um, which for big games I can kind of understand why you would use AI especially like GTA 5 but also from big companies, it's kind of put the effort into it. Yeah, I'm just reading about the cancelled Star Wars game from Inside Gaming. And it says The Den had your ship, galaxy map, an upgrade station, and armory. You could select which bounty you wanted to do, equip your items, upgrade them, get in your ship, and visit planet where the bounty was located. Takedowns were like Doom, main enemies were Stormtrooper classes. And a boss like ATSTs, outlaw gangs, and other bounty hunters. And it's very sad that it's over. Apparently, had a demo already. And it should be said by all accounts, this game was fantastic. And that isn't just coming from the developers, but from everybody who had the opportunity to play the game. Feedback from all playtests was always positive and surrounded with great buzz, with the developers enjoying the entire process of working on the project. That being said, for whatever reason, EA felt like the game was too much of a financial risk and has decided to pull the plug. EA and Ubisoft are fucking useless, you know. Do you know what it is? I read earlier, uh, and it was very early in the morning, so I can't recall too much of the fact. But it was basically saying that publishers and developers are moving away from licensed games. Mm. i.e. Star Wars, uh, even Spider-Man, all them sort of things, because, and I can't remember which one it was, but it gave the the fact, alleged fact, that 
when, or like say for example, it was Spider-Man, 27% of revenue would go to Marvel. Mm. And obviously likewise with Star Wars and stuff like that. So already they're losing a massive chunk of money. Yeah. A quarter, essentially, um, of their money through the license. Mm. So when it comes to big games like that, uh, what well, gave a really good example of the only one that was really valuable was God of War because it's not other than that they're all massive mm. licensed games because isn't isn't EA losing their Star Wars license they already anyway? lost it yeah they still can make Star Wars games but they lost the exclusive right to be the only company to make games thank fuck EA are fucking useless yeah but let's have they it are right. possibly one of the worst developers in our current time, they are fucking awful. Right alongside Ubisoft, both of them are fucking useless. I hate them. They're so shit. And who are the only ones making Star Wars games? Exactly. Ubisoft and Star Wars. Exactly. Exactly. They're so shit. Their games are fucking awful now. They don't care about the consumer. All they care about is money, especially fucking Ubisoft. It's all they care about. And they're just sucking the life out of out of it. Big AAA developers used to be the flagship for gaming. Used to be the, the they were the innovators. They were the ones that would come up with the brand new ideas and do some really cool shit because they had the money to risk that. They were the the risk takers when it comes to gaming. But now somehow it shifted to the fucking indie companies to be the ones to take the risks because the fucking big AAA developers don't want to lose the fucking revenue and take that extra risk. I don't... Yeah, but the key word there is wrong, I believe. It's not the developers, is it? The developers want to make good games. The developers don't no, want to make good games. yeah, I'm not games. talking about the developers. I'm talking about no, the people that run the company. You said the developers. It's not the developers. It's the owners of the, the company, company. The shareholders. Not the developers. No, the developers. Scratch the developers. I'm the not digging out those Ubisoft people. Ubisoft and EA developers are trying to do the best that they can with the games that they're given and yeah. the crafts that they're given. Let me rephrase it. I'm not, I'm not digging out the boots on the ground. No. I'm digging out the suits in the offices. Yeah, that's what I, I know you was. That's yeah. what I was trying to correct it. They're, they're, they're the ones that are just fucking... Let me just crunch the numbers. They're, they're just sucking the life out of it. You don't get into being a game developer without being interested in games I find it very hard to believe that any game developer doesn't push to do their best or want to be recognised for their craft mm. obviously their name in credits and you, and you see CVs on LinkedIn and the like uh, of all the games they've worked on and rightfully they're very proud you know people that would be working on Skull and Bones and stuff like that they're trying to do their best they don't want it to be an online only game they mm. probably want all the features that everybody else wants but they're being told what to do by the you know the big wigs that only care about profit margins and deadlines and all that bollocks. When if you take a leaf out of the indie book and go, hold on a minute, look what Baldur's Gate done, look what Hell Divers have done. Just make a good fucking game, and the money will come in afterwards. I.e., Power World as well. Yeah, but how can the big suits not fucking see? How could you not see that? You go, oh, maybe we should start taking the risks because those lots seem to be raking in fucking money because whilst look, we're doing fuck all. They look at the Fortnites of the world, didn't they, and go, that makes millions a day. That's what we want. So how can we make a game that's good enough to catch them and then fill it with microtransactions? It's as simple as that. Unfortunately, they just want a game that sustains the company 
Uh, and that's their argument. They are, we'll look for the big live service game to sustain us and then we can make the big projects. It's that's like, what no, it is. It's the nonsense. fucking microtransactions. Are, I don't disagree with microtransactions. I only disagree with them when they are somewhat imperative to the enjoyment of the game. Take something like Final Fantasy or Fortnite. Fortnite does it very well in that the the microtransactions hold absolutely zero bearing on the game itself. It does not change anything about the game, but they put a lot of effort into their skins to make them look very cool and make you spend money. It's very tempting, but you don't have to. It's purely a cosmetic base. Whereas something where the where the microtransactions hold some kind of bearing on the game itself yeah, or XP boosts on a single player Ubisoft game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when when they're when they're gonna actively change an aspect, whether it be small or fucking huge in your game, is when I stop agreeing with them. I think by all means if you're if you're selling a game and you want and it's a live service and you want to throw some microtransactions in it, go for it. It's a live service game. People have paid paid for the game and then they want to continue playing it for the next ten years. Yeah, maybe Maybe give them the option to spend a little bit more money over those 10 years to keep the fucking game afloat. I'm with it. But, yeah, when you're creating single-player games and then just whamming it with microtransactions to make it more fun, fuck me. I hate it. Yeah, they should be limited to solely to uh, expansions and cosmetics. And it's just shit. Like, like you say with Skull and Bones, yeah, I'm, I'm sure the people that have made Skull and Bones are absolutely trying their best and did try their best to to make an incredible game. There was a lot of development that went into the game for a lot of years. And just like the rant that I've just had, there will be a lot of people that will have the same rant. However, they will not have someone like you on the other side quickly correcting them, even though you know what you're correcting them on is what they meant anyway. But you will get a lot of people who will rip into the developers and those developers will see that and they'll take that flack. It's not the fucking, the people that are in charge of them that will take all the shit. It'll be the people that actually made the game. Of course. Which isn't fair. It's most devastating. You see a lot of, lot of developers nowadays on Twitter are snapping back at people and yeah, it, it's just people that are very narrow-minded, just, you know, fix this game, do this, do that. It's, this is shit. Why did you do that? It's, it's not, <laughs> you've got a group of a hundred people minimum making a game. And they've got their own department that they work in. They're not responsible mm. for this other stuff. Yeah. So you have to hope all the pieces fall into place and your piece works and so does everyone else's. So it's not solely down to them. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel bad for developers because they're getting screwed over. And yeah, like you say, Ubisoft and EA, unfortunately, at the moment, it's shocking. EA have got Respawn, which are good. Uh under their banner, Respawn making Apex um, and Titanfall and Jedi Survivor and Jedi Fallen Order. So they're like the only real interesting games mm. to me. And Ubisoft, they've got, is it Ubisoft Massive or something that's making the Star Wars game? But straight away, it, 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 they, what I don't understand is Ubisoft have got this fucking horrible cloud over their company where they go, Ubisoft, if any game's got loads of icons on the map, they go, oh, it's a Ubisoft game, mm. even if it's not. Mm. So stop doing it, because nobody likes it, mm. but you keep doing all these, oh, here's a stronghold, go do that, 
open yeah. the map. It's the same formula in every single game, regardless of what genre it is. Yep. And it's not a good look, but yet they still continue to do the same thing. They're on like Far Cry 6. They're doing the same shit. Are they not going to... They must hear and go, well, we don't care. We're going to put it out anyway. Mm. Eventually, no one's going to buy a game. So, sort it out. And please don't do that to Star Wars. But they didn't fucking listen. Even with Far Cry, they didn't listen. Because we had one, two, three, four. And then you had that weird shit in the middle with the two, with the two um, women. I can't remember what it was called. But it did not receive very good fucking ratings. And then after that, they then brought out another one that no one really liked. Like, the, the, like you say, the formula did not change. And I can respect that it's a, it's, a, it's a franchise. So there's only so much you can do. But like you say, the fucking icons on the map. And it is just the same, same shit. Same shit, different fucking wallpaper on the, on, on the game case. Like It's just not... Yeah, that formula, but it must be working because they're still active. You know what I mean? If it weren't, if it weren't a formula that didn't work, they're big enough to know if they're hemorrhaging money, which they must not be. But that's also probably why they fill everything with fucking microtransactions to offset that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, they're just they're just not good. And unfortunately, as I say, all the all the good games are coming from the uh, indie studios. And it's reminded me also of the fantastic news that came out after the podcast last Friday, which I texted you saying, this is fantastic, look at this, this is mods for Boulder's Gate, even coming out on console, get inside me. But you have no idea what mods you want to put on? I don't care, I will never use a mod. But the fact that they're available is fantastic. More of that, more of that. How's that going to, is that going to be available for PlayStation? Yep. How's that going to be available for PlayStation? Same way as it is for Skyrim on PlayStation and the mods. Is there mods on Skyrim on yep. PlayStation? Yep. Yeah, I thought it was only Xbox. Nope. PlayStation as well. You're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> Just not. No, the trouble is PlayStation, the mods with PlayStation, and they probably won't be as good on PlayStation. Well, tell them. Tell the people. I'm trying if you shut the fuck up. The mods on PlayStation won't be as good as they are on Xbox because PlayStation doesn't allow outside asset use. Therefore, the mods for Skyrim on Xbox can include things that are not already in the game, right? So assets that are not in Skyrim cannot be used in Skyrim on the PlayStation. But they can on the Xbox. That so sucks. Sony doesn't in doesn't allow for things to be altered. So the mod selection on the on PlayStation is shocking compared to what you can get on the Xbox. Hopefully there's some work so around there. Not have Thomas the Tank Engine in No 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 no. But you probably can on Xbox. So that is. So what fucking mods can you do then? Well, the, you know, quality of life like survival modes and fucking. Uh. You can you can still do a lot of stuff. You'll be surprised the amount of good shit is on there. But if you want a really altering experience, you're not going to get that on PlayStation. Mm. Um, so step in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. But any any content that can be added to Boulder's Gate, not that there isn't enough anyway, uh, are more for. What a. What an absolutely um, rich game to be throwing mods into. The the Baldur's Gate community, basically the population of the world, um, is incredible. And the ingenuity and the creativity within Baldur's Gate is incredible. So to then be able to build upon that and to give people free will 
to do whatever the fuck they want. Astarion's going to have tits. For sure. 100%. The mod's there. The drawings are definitely fucking there. You know someone's going to mod it in so it's real-time combat as well. 100%. You reckon, yeah? 100% they will. 100%. How's that work? I don't know. Real I'm time, not a modder. Real-time combat? Yeah. What do you mean, real-time combat? Well, hack and slash. Attack. Press square to hit. Oh, that kind of shit. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, that would be fucking cool. Oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love Baldur's Gate, but if that game was real-time combat, it would be elevated to another ethereal plane. That would make me play it, 100%. But, uh, yeah, turn-based ain't really my thing, but I get it, and I like it, and I like what it does. Still my favourite game of all time, mm. even with a combat system that I prefer it wasn't. But it works, and I'm happy. But, yeah, that with real-time combat would be very interesting. What other mods would you want to see? Let's think. Let's think. I don't know, just more content, man. The amount of expansions you can get <laughs> for more content, please. For Skyrim and stuff. People creating entire expansions. It's mm. just insane. Uh so yeah. I I'm excited to see what they come up with. I'm sure there will be many, many mods. Is available. there a date for that? No. Yeah, yeah. They said this year. This year at some point. So yeah, no. We've still got plenty of that when year does to go. Dragon's Dogma. March twenty eighth. March twenty eighth, you excited? I yeah, I am. That's my next game. You're very excited. It's the next one. Might have Baldur's Gate wrapped up by then, but that's if Final Fantasy lets me go. To have played the first one? No. No, 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 no. It's not like that. No, no, definitely not. What was the the first one was shit, wasn't it? No, it's really good. It's just old, bro. I've been trying to play it, not recently, in the last month or so, I was trying to play it, and... um, It's just not there. No, like, it's, it's still very good, but it's... It's very hard to play. It's come out in like 2013 or so. You know, it's mm. not a game that's been engulfed with updates like an MMO. Mm. You mm. know, where it's still oh, I can get by with this. Um, but yeah, I'm, I can't wait for that. That's my next big one. Um, interestingly, on Final Fantasy, I keep seeing the same people running around. I feel like the reason I've seen the same people is because we. I've seen them before because we're kind of running to the same quest markers. Probably. Because we're the same sort of level. Probably. The the community in this game is one of the best communities I've ever been a part of in my life. And I am one of the people that hosts the best gaming podcast in the world. So to say that is is of high regard. It's It's great. You ask anyone for some help and they'll give it to you. You ask anyone a question and they'll answer it for you. When I couldn't get to the Golden Saucer, I had someone invite me and we had a full-on chat and I enjoyed the role-playing. Basically, I was part of his haram. And, um... The fuck does that mean? Basically, like, his groupie, pretty much. Um, and yeah, we just got into a whole, a whole little thing. I'm almost certain the people in the novice group chat think that I'm a woman. Why? I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> Why do they think that? I don't know because I keep calling people lovelies. Well, yeah, that's interesting. So I'm going to assume that they think that I'm going to let it keep rolling. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm just very much enjoying the. It's just great. Rather than googling something, you just go, "Oh, does anyone know how to put numbers on this part of the screen?" And then, in like five seconds, you'll have someone with an in-depth fucking step-by-step guide on how to do it. You go, thanks. And then an hour later, does anyone know how to do this? Anyone? Yeah, it's just great, man. I'm loving it. And I'm going to be very sad when it kicks you out of the novice chat. Very yeah. sad. Because it's either 300 hours 
on one character, which is quite a feat to to do. Um, which makes me think I should probably start logging out more when I'm not playing the game because there's a lot of times where I leave myself logged in because it doesn't boot you out. Um, or I think you hit a certain level and then it like takes you out of it. I saw this post just today from Red uh, on Reddit and it reminded me after what you just said. It said, Dear Xbox players, a PSA from a veteran. You have no idea how happy we are that you're here. Watching you go through the content and experiences that we've long since left behind, priceless. Helping you figure out the ins and outs of the game, absolutely baller. Let's talk dungeons and groups. Rule number one, do not worry. Is it your first time here? Are you still learning your job? Are you not comfortable with big pools yet? Just say so. We'll understand. Hell, we may even have some pointers for you. Please, please, please do not be stressed out that you are not performing optimally or some crap like that. That's not what the game is about. Well, ultimates, savages and exes aside, but that's not relevant to this conversation. Have questions? Just ask. We've got your back. Did you die on a pool or to a boss? Did another party member die? Don't worry about it. We certainly don't. Even if the whole party wipes, we'll get it next time. Boss mechanics and patterns can get tricky and we totally get that. Us vets still die from time to time. Please don't get stressed because of party deaths. Also, watch the cutscenes. We'll wait. They're super cool and nobody will begrudge you seeing the story. In Alliance content, think level 50 plus 24-man raids. If anyone is watching the cutscene, we make sure the whole raid stops and waits. You get a special icon next to your name so we can tell you're in one. This game has some sweet cutscenes and the story is super important. We get it. Above all, be yourself and just enjoy the game the way you want. Again, we're ridiculously happy we get to share the game and these experiences with floods of new folk. Welcome to, to Aorzia. This is our new home. Yeah. This is the new home. This is just what it is until War Within comes out. This is our new home. This is where I live. Now. This is just where it is. Eorzea. But that is essentially the vibe I've got from the moment I've been playing. I constantly see people asking questions. Bruv, 100%. These, these fuckers are so happy. They're so happy. Oh, it's nice, man. I'm just like it. you got to see it from their point of view as well, rather than just be nice people, which is rare in an online game. Mm. The fact that their online game, this is their baby, this is their your world of Warcraft to them. Mm-hmm. And now it's been released to millions of other people on Xbox that solely have Xbox. Mm-hmm. They'll think, well, if this is an influx of new players and it can retain 10% of them, mm. they'll show Final Fantasy, we need more. Give yeah. us more games, yeah, more it, yeah. content, more yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it just drives the life force even further. So, yeah, I think uh, uh, more more eyes and more players is only a good thing. Um, it's a very good game. I'm thoroughly enjoying myself. The only bit that, that, that sort of I don't get yet, which I will ask the question when I log back on, is um, how you know when to repair and how you repair your gear. Oh, you can ask me that. Um, how do you repair your gear? You go to a hammer icon. Okay, but when do you know how to repair your gear? Because if you click character yeah, and, and where all your items and weapons are on your character in the little box that you've equipped... There's a little bar underneath. It's got a health bar. And you can see. Oh, at the top? Yeah, so underneath your swords or your helmet or whatever, underneath it's a little bar. So you can see how much health's ah, got. Ah, that makes sense. So, Decent. Yeah. But I think it does come up saying, you should repair your gear if it's uh, proper fucked. But 
You notice that even when you drop into a dungeon, when even if it's an NPC dungeon, it comes up with a quick warning at the beginning. One or more players are brand new to this. I love that. Just so you just so you know that someone here has never been here before. The only problem and <laughs> ironically I sound like a cunt because the veterans aren't. But I did one of them I was trying to unlock some more of them fucking bars. I don't know if you can get them yet because you're a bit lower than me. But there's these bar things you unlock and you you do like daily dungeons or whatever to get them. Yeah. Uh, And I did one and it was like uh, essentially one of the final missions for Realm Reborn. And it's fucking long. It's a long mission. But you have to watch all the cutscenes. It's unskippable cutscenes to watch every single fucking one. Every single one. You can't. Mm-hmm. You, I can't even skip them if I want to. That's ball lake. That's long. Mm. I don't want to do that. Um, but then, when you're not doing them main story quests, I think you can skip cutscenes. But then, if someone else is watching them, but that's fine. If someone else wants to watch them, that's fine. At least let me run around and emote or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to be me... stuck in watching these fucking cutscenes yeah, watch three around. times. Because it's not just one cutscene you have to watch. When you get to the next part of the mission, you have to watch the next bit. And it's one of the final missions, so the cutscenes are long as mm. fuck, bro. The mission takes about 30, 40 minutes. And a lot of that's cutscenes. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, we've learned we've learned that Final Fantasy, regardless of which one you're playing, loves a good old cutscene. And I love a cutscene, but so do not, I. not when they're boring. Yes. I or I've seen them ten times already. And that's that then, isn't it? Yeah, Final Fantasy's filled this again, isn't it? No, I don't think so. No. I think it may have filled like 25% of it, but the rest of it we told, we st- we've struck on quite a lot of chords. Oh, well, there's always Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Where the good stuff is. Leave us a review, you cunts. Just a little star. That don't matter, does it? Fuck no, I want, I want more stars. No, that don't matter. Don't Please. worry about the stars. Please. See you later, Hero. Bye-bye.